Neil and Mike back for another episode of Bodcast, episode 32. And now that the weather is nicer, I can actually start getting out and going for walks and doing a little bit more exercise. Nice. Yeah, I know. I kind of missed it over the winter months. Not going to lie. Yeah, so. I think we all did. Yeah, and it's been stupid hot here lately. So Really? Yeah, like today, we actually reached 36 here today. No, I... Yeah, I'm not kidding. Okay. No, I am not kidding. 36 today, 33 yesterday. And it was a horrible day for me to actually start some of my new exercise routine. (laughs) Like, seriously. You think about, like, a little bit of heat or humidity in the air, a little bit of extra sweat, like, get some of that kind of liquid weight going away. Yeah, fair enough. But, I mean, okay. So, like, as an example, I started off with lunges. Yeah. That was a big step forward for me. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do that. <laughs> See, like, I, in the back of my head, I was like, is this a gag or is this, is this legit? You like, bravo. You carried that the, on. The setup was real though. It legit got to 36 here today. Okay. Okay. So I think you let off with the setup in an appropriate way. And oh yeah. That- Totally. It is Everything crazy. leading up to that was legit. Uh, I am looking forward to getting out and, you know, doing a little bit more walking and, you know, just taking in the weather and sure. trying to clear my head a bit and, and all that. So, yeah, here but you, the last couple of days have been just stupid friggin' hot here. So, yeah, we've, it's the temperatures have definitely picked up here, but we had our first kind of like rain day today, but it got nice towards the end of the day. So it's nice okay and we're supposed to have a beautiful weekend so can't complain it feels feel like summer which is nice and the putterer in me the guy who likes to go around <laughs> the yard is like in heaven right now because i'm finding so many little things that i want to do i really want you to get like a shirt or a jersey or a jacket or something with the putter on it as your nickname the putterer the putter and walk around with a golf putter and not and not a good one like one of those really cheap ones you get from mini golf. Yeah. Oh, that needs to be like a, a rubber butt on, like has a yeah. rubber end on it. And like a neon pink one or neon yeah. orange or something. I hear you, man. I like hear you. the putter. Yeah. No, that could be, I was de-weeding last weekend. Um, so that was, I believe fun. they call that a detox, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't de-weed off the weed, but you know, <laughs> Honestly, it, you'd be fighting a losing battle around here because, like, we've got some dandelions and stuff like that here. But everybody and their dog, like, it just grows so common around here. Yeah. There's no point. Well, I've got a neighbor, um, great guy, like, super friendly, very outgoing, very personable, always wanted to help, which is really nice. Like, just have to have a guy that, like, you can ask questions too. Like he's very handy. He runs his own drilling business. Oh, nice. Like, so he's very in the know with all that stuff, which I'm not like, I'm the city who moved to the country. Yeah. Um, who's now learning how to do all of this home maintenance stuff for the first time by myself. Um, anyway, he shared his magical concoction of weed killer. Okay. Uh, for our front lawn and his lawn is always pristine. Like, so what lawn. is this said concoction? I don't know, but you can't buy it in stores. <laughs> so I don't know how legal it is. Anywho, 
<laughs> and it cleaned my lawn up real good. <laughs> wow. So he gave you some, but didn't tell you what was in it. Uh, he didn't tell me exactly what was in it other than don't walk on it in your bare feet for the next day or so. Okay. So if you do that, pretty, I'm assuming you're pretty much going to be sterile. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, right. uh, de-weeding, that has been fun. I rebuilt my fire pit. That was fun. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's been, it's, it's nice to, it's nice to get your hands dirty on the weekend, especially when you sit at a desk all week. I think it depends on what you're doing, but I agree with you. Yeah. Like, okay. Doing what you just said. Sure. Like shoving your, your, your hand up the ass of a cow. Maybe not. I mean, unless yeah, that's what you're yeah. into. Sure. Not my thing, but you know, more yard work. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's what there I'm you go. Can I buy things at Canadian Tire to support my yard work? Yes. Great success. There you go. <laughs> the uh yeah, the thing around here, I guess, for us is uh well, like basic yard work, you know, just cutting, trimming, whatever. Nothing major. Yeah. Um and then on top of that. Right now, it's prepping for grad season for my kid. Yep. So there's that. Trying to sell um, my kid's car. So if anybody is interested in 1999 Ford Taurus that's in almost pristine condition, you hit me up. Let me know. Uh, <laughs> the thing's only got 129,000K on it. So considering it's a 99, not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, <laughs> and we actually had a little bit of good news just over the last couple of days. Oh, nice. Yeah. We were, we were worried that like my wife and I wouldn't be able to get into Newfoundland to help our kid make that right. transition to university. Right. Right. Because of Newfoundland's uh, restrictions and everything that was in place because of COVID uh, my daughter, uh, not a problem there. They fit under the exemptions for the province, but oh, we did not. Uh, so we were going to actually have to fill out an appeal form and wait for their decision. Uh, just a couple of days ago, the province of Newfoundland uh, relaxed those restrictions. They have new guidelines in place. So as long as my wife and I have our second vaccinations before we fly, we can go back to Newfoundland and we don't have to quarantine. Good for you. That's awesome. What are you yeah. guys... When are you guys scheduled to get your second shot? Well, we're not scheduled yet, but the thing is this. The province, uh, the provincial government and all that here wants everyone in like every age range to have the chance to get their second vaccination by the before the August long weekend here, the first weekend in August. Yep. And we want to fly back for the middle of August. Got it. So it'll just work out. Yep. Um, so yeah, it, it couldn't work out any better. As long as it stays on track, time frame wise, we'll be all set. Right now in the province, it's the age group of seventy up can get their second shots right now. Right, and it was the East Coast has been pretty. I don't want to say strict, but like when they have a little flare up of cases. Oh, they don't mess around do. usually. Yeah. So yeah. Speaking. One second. I have a visitor here. Hello. Okay. Yeah. 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 In half an hour. 
Yes. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. That's my daughter. <laughs> she has a PAA tomorrow. And my wife, Kim, and I are very sure she's going through a pretty significant growth spurt right now and is just hungry all the time now. Like, just like bursting with energy and needing to keep it fueled. And she just asked to have some ramen at 1030 at night. So we will see what happens. <laughs> There's worse things. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Speaking of, you know, just full of energy. Yeah. How's pop doing? Oh, pop is doing real good, man. So <laughs> uh, for those that haven't listened, I guess to the last episode, it was a couple weeks ago now, which yeah, we had a week like, off. It's it's been it's felt like it's been a while, man. And I missed I unfortunately missed the 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 listening club this weekend. Um, so yeah, like it just it feels like it's been a while, but it's nice to catch up again. Um, yeah, so we got the puppers. His name is Chunk. He's half husky, half shepherd, about fourteen pounds right now, and just an awesome, awesome pup. Like he's. Uh, He's really loving, really curious. Uh, he is good with listening to and like learning commands pretty quickly. And yeah, he's sleeping relatively well through the night. Like, I don't think I truly appreciated how much a puppy is like a baby. Oh, yeah. And yeah, totally. It was when Kim and I, we were so Kim and I signed up for puppy training. And we started actually doing the puppy training ahead of actually getting Chunk. And last weekend was the first weekend that we had him where we were doing the puppy puppy training. And it's all over Zoom. It's all virtual. And about 10 or 12 minutes into the session, Chunk just starts doing laps. Like he's running around our kitchen, running around our living room, just doing laps. Just full tilt. and Full tilt, like 9.15 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Case of the zoomies. Not a big deal. Not uncommon. Yeah. And so the, the, the instructor or the trainer sees this and is just like, put chunk in their crate, uh, and let him have a nap. I guarantee you, he will go to sleep within the first five minutes and literally out like a light. Like he was just tired. And that's what babies do when babies don't like, they don't know how to articulate when they're tired, they just freak out. And so it's, I'm starting to really, really appreciate the similarities between having a baby and having a dog and it's it it's a lot of it's a lot of patience which is just like having a baby um but he's such a great dog my daughter loves him um and it just it's been such a great addition to our family like where is chunk sleeping at the moment like every night every night so we have like you know those um octagon fences that you oh, can yeah. buy for pets so it's like that but we just we didn't make it an octagon we made it a square okay and it's got a little dog door in it and it's all open like it's got an open top on it open sides um it's he's big like he's a big boy he can't like and we have a we do have a crate for him it's actually in my office which he likes to play in sometimes he just didn't seem comfortable in it so we had this this kind of play pen for for pets um and got that all set up and he loves it thanks like he has his naps in there during the day he sleeps in there during the night um he's getting better at understanding that that's what it's for like it's not a punishment you're not doing anything bad this is literally where you go to sleep 
And so like we put treats in there to say like, you're a good boy for going in by yourself. You're a good boy for laying down, like all that, like reinforcement. Nice. Um, and he's, yeah, he's picking it up pretty quick. Nice dog bed in there too. Oh, dog bed, Andre, the giant blanket, uh, dog nice. bones. Um, yeah, everything. And he's literally sleeping at my feet right now. So, uh, which is a big change because just before recording, he was trying to eat computer cords and trying to yes. eat your beard and yes. Yes. And now he is literally passed out at my feet. So, um, yeah, it's been awesome, man. That's such that's a, like so such good. an awesome addition and like just the perfect personality for us. Like he's silly, he's quirky, um, but he's really loving and really caring and really cuddly and like really excited when he sees you. And, um, yeah, like he's just, he's a great dog, man. Absolutely great dog. Does he, does he make it through the night yet without having to go outside? Not or? yet. Okay. Not yet. So I didn't think so, but I had to ask. No. So when we first got him, um, our mindset was like, we've got to wake him up so he doesn't have an accident. And so we, we like Kim and I were going like off and on every two hours to get him up and go for a pee outside and come back in. And we were talking about that with our trainer and the trainer's just like, if he's, if you have to wake him up, just let him sleep. Like he'll wake up when he needs to go and just, and like just listen for a whimper versus like a panic cry. Yeah. So we've been doing that and, uh, he's maybe going twice a night now. Nice. So it's getting better, man. It's getting a lot better. Moving along. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel the exhaustion of having a baby which has been really nice. Like I can remember when Carrie was born, I like, I would have naps at four o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like it's just a whole different level of tired that I had never experienced before. This is like, he he can put himself like not put himself. We can put him in a crate. He can put himself down for a nap eventually. Like when we put him in there to go to bed, it takes him five or 10 minutes to settle. But when he settles, he's out for four or five hours at a time. Like, yeah, it's all, it's all balancing out, which is yeah, weird. and yeah, with a baby, it's a totally different type of tired. Like it, you're strictly survival mode for the first while. Yep. Right. Um, but the dog is going to grow up so much quicker and, and learn so much quicker. <laughs> and that's why I think like he sleeps a lot. Like yep. like he literally had three naps today. Yep. Like like three two hour hour and a half naps, and it's just because he's like he's probably almost doubled in size since we first saw him and that was four weeks ago that's crazy like we bought our we bought our original dog carrier because we wanted to make sure we had a carrier for when we go to the vet and all that sort of stuff like like we bought a puppy carrier based on when we saw him no literally like (laughs) when we got him like a month later it's like we need the biggest carrier that, that we can get now. And now I've got this big, I don't know what you all see if I can. Show I can see it in the background. It, yeah. The thing is massive. Massive. <laughs> so oh, man. Yeah, we've had to make some adjustments with some of the purchases that we've bought, but um, yeah, it's crazy how fast he's growing. It's crazy how fast he's maturing and just, yeah, just an awesome pup, man. Oh, that's Absolutely so good to hear. Considering you've gone like so long without having a, p- a pet as a family. Yeah. Like this is a big change and the hear it being this positive already. That's well, we, great. We have the rabbit. It's different though. 
like the rabbit like you can't really like it's not yeah cuddle it's not emotional it's not something you can really play with it's not something you can really no the rabbit wants you to fuck off every time you come close to it it's a really a beautiful little dwarf rabbit like it's not big it doesn't take up a lot of space you go out you give it a snack you know yeah she's like she's pretty self-sufficient um now mind you we haven't opened her cage since chunk has come into the house because i don't know what they've they've seen each other chunk's gone up to the cage they've explored each other the rabbit lee her name is leah um doesn't give two shits about him (laughs) like and literally is probably like the size of his two hind legs that's how big this rabbit is and she's just like fuck you like try it like try it yeah i'll be out of here in a flash yeah god yeah exactly oh man that's awesome though (laughs) seriously good for you guys that's sweet that's it's i'm like super glad to hear that it's going that awesome already yeah like it it just literally couldn't have asked for a better dog and yeah like i mean he drives us crazy sometimes when he chews things that he shouldn't or grabs shit that he doesn't but that's like that's like any pet but like when i come upstairs from the like from working in my office like during the day and like come up for a little break and i'll sit on the living room floor and the family room floor and like he'll run over and just jump in my lap and just lay down yep like he like we're already at that kind of bond which is like really nice um yeah he's he's our dogs do something like that too one of ours if you sit on the floor will actually just come over and like sit down or lay down right next to you yeah and wait for you to pet it the other dog will actually come over and stand right in front of you and because of the height of this dog it will like put its it's uh well it's jowls and lower jaw on your shoulder (laughs) and almost like try to hug you (laughs) and expect (laughs) you to pet pet its ears while it's doing that and how big are your dogs uh well our one the lab cross is about 65 pounds yeah uh our other the mastiff boxer cross is about 90 95 pounds yeah and that's where chunk's supposed to be like chunk's gonna be about 100 pounds or so yeah the only the only difference that we might have in my biggest dog and and chunk is maybe the height because our biggest dog ginger is pretty tall on legs like got really long gangly legs Mm -hmm. so but it's got uh more of the boxer build so so yeah either way gotta love your pets yeah Absolutely. And besides that, we've got a cat and we've got a tree frog. So, a tree frog? Yes. I will send you a picture of said frog. Did I see this frog when I was at your place? No, the frog is a newer addition. It's only okay. been with us for about just over a year now. I'm at the pops. Yep. And the kitty's but- been with us for just over two years. Okay. So the cat's newer than when you were here last yep. and the frog has been with us for a year. Wow. And because we have the frog, that means we also have crickets. Live crickets in the house every week. Oh, you talked about this. Yeah. You talked about the live crickets. I didn't realize it was for, but I don't know why I didn't put it together. It was for a tree frog. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The frog is fucking picky when it comes to food. <laughs> it will only eat live crickets. What color is the frog? Uh, gray. 
gray. Gray. It. It's actually a very cute looking frog. I will say that. And I never thought I would say that about a frog, but this one is a very cute frog and he's got a pretty awesome little habitat going on. So that's cool. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It's uh, it's my kids, but uh, once they are gone off to university, it will become ours because can't take it into the dorms. That's fair. Yeah. Don't you necessarily, like you don't necessarily want random reptiles or animals running around having lived in a dorm. I don't know. I think it'd be kind of funny. It'd be like a total Jumanji type situation. Well, it could be. <laughs> I just, I feel bad for the pets. <laughs> depending on the pet. Getting, yeah, totally. You're not getting the care that you should be getting. Dep- depending on the pet, depending on the pet, I would feel more sorry for the people than I would the pet. Yeah. Touche. <laughs> so i don't know man um we have some other stuff that we need to talk about yes and we might save some of it here for the second half of the show but there's a couple things i want to touch on briefly before we get into the break yeah first off the the poutine bracket yes we have finished the second round now when it comes to the second round it was let's just say interesting so the second round went like this so our first matchup of the second round was mary browns versus a and w mike who did you want to win out of that one who would you say i'm only going to say a and w because i've never had a mary browns poutine yet it was actually pretty pretty tight on that one and with a vote of 53 to 47%, A&W. Not surprised. The next one, Wendy's versus Costco. I think we know exactly where this one went. Yeah, landslide Costco. Mm-hmm. The next one, Smokes versus New York Fries. The juggernauts. Yeah, two, like, this is like 1A and 1B seed. Yep, yep. Now, New York Fries got involved with this, so shout out to New York Fries for getting involved and retweeting it. Because honestly... In both rounds. In both rounds. But I think that made the difference for them, was getting their fans in on it. They won fairly... They didn't have to, but they won fairly handily. They won two-thirds of the vote, 67 to 33. So, pretty impressive. And then we had our wild card. So I went back through all the matches that had happened and took out the four organizations that had the highest percentage, but still lost. Right. So the four were Burger King, Popeye's, Harvey's, and Mary Brown's. Mm. And out of the four, Harvey's is going in as the wild card. I they won in celebration. Fifty-six percent of the wild card vote went to Harvey's. That's a great selection. Great selection. So before the end of the show, we will set that bracket, and we'll have everything all set for the final. Well, next rounds of the poutine bracket. There's only two two votes in the next round, and then we're on to the final. That's it. So we will, by the time our next episode comes up, have our champion. 
And we should, I know we talked about this, but we should try to have and enjoy the champion together during a recording. I think that should happen. Yeah. Now, fingers crossed. I like, uh, actually, you and I are kind of in the same boat. Like, how far are you from downtown Saskatchewan again? About 45 minutes? Yeah, about 40, 45 minutes. Yeah. I don't have a, oh, I, I should be able to make this work. Yeah. Just we can work. make it work. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah. it out. It's not a big deal. I'll be high. The, uh, the other thing I wanted to touch base with is you mentioned it earlier, the listening club. Yes. So I wanted to say thank you for everyone that took part in the listening club and showed up to our end of month meeting. Uh, for anyone that didn't um, or hasn't taken part in one before but wants to, our selection for June is Gore Downey's Secret Path. So uh, we thought it was appropriate. It wasn't actually a selection that anybody had written in for our list that we randomly select from each month. Uh, but with everything that was going on uh, in Kamloops, uh, we thought it was appropriate. So we called an audible. And uh, if you want to take part, all you got to do is listen to the album. And uh, the last Sunday in June, we will be having our next meeting to discuss that album. So with I, that mm, i sorry, have actually never listened to that album i can't say i had beginning to end i've heard some of the tracks but not the I've entire heard some. Thing. yes i have yeah but like i haven't sat down and so i'm very much looking forward because i know like i know how important it was to gord to do it and like just it's just, it's pretty remarkable when you think about it like how much of his energy went towards promoting the um promoting just like the idea that the canada that we all imagine the canada that we all think is not the canada that has always been this way exactly and that we have a pretty shitty history um with indigenous people with natives with it just it's it's really shitty um And so I think, yeah, you, I didn't even call it an audible. I think it's a good op. I think it's the right time for folks like me who have never listened to it, to use it as an opportunity to start to educate myself and understand kind of what the residential school system was really like in Canada. Uh, Why did it exist? What was the impact it had on communities and it had on families and uh, I've I've learned snippets of it. Like one of the really cool things that my daughter got to learn about was re- like not cool, but she learned about residential schools. I think in grade one or grade two, and her teachers her teacher actually promoted a few books that were great for kids to learn about residential schools and to learn about the stories of people who were impacted by it. And her and I would read it at least once a week, and it was it's heartbreaking. Yeah, when you when you read it. Um, and it's heartbreaking thinking about what happened like 215 kids like it's just it's well i mean it's 215 kids at that location that's yeah. the that's, that's the first heartbreak yeah the second one is that's realistically just going to be the tip of the iceberg um there are actually maps online where you can see plotted points across the country of every residential school that was run 
from I think it was like the late 1800s up until about 1970, which is like think about that yeah. up until the 80 90s, years 70s. Yeah, well, but think about like, up until the 70s. Yeah, this was still yeah. happening. Like it's shameful. Yeah, it's absolutely shameful. But when you see this map and all the dots that are scattered across the country and you just think like there was 215 in Kamloops alone. Yeah. It's just sickening to think what is going to be found at some of these other locations. Yep. Um, my, my kid is going in uh, to university to become a history teacher. My sister-in-law uh, recently uh, went back to school and became a history teacher. And the thing that gets me is that there's a lot of people out there that take a look at history and take it as, look at all of what we accomplished. Look at all the great things we did. We have so much to be proud of, you know, blah, blah, blah. But there's so much that has happened. And I'm not just saying this, like, you know, as an overarching, you know, mankind or humankind thing. I'm saying this, like, let's, let's drill it down even to just our nation. There's so much that has happened with our country. And the people that brought our country into existence. And I don't necessarily mean this in a positive way. <laughs> There's so much that has been done to bring our country to this point that I don't know how you can be celebratory in nature about it. That's what gets me. I don't know. Like, if you look at our history without the rose-colored glasses. Yes. And just objectively. Yep. We should be, for lack of a better term, we should be ashamed. And we should be, we should be horrified. We should, at the very least, be uncomfortable with what we see. Yeah. Agreed. But we were talking about it in the music club. Um, and I think it was Snack Bites that asked the question. How did you learn about the residential schools? And I asked this, bring it up only because you were just mentioning about how your daughter learned about it. Yeah. Yeah. I can honestly tell you that from my experience in high school, granted, this was a while ago because I'm old. I don't think we did. We didn't either. And you're not that much older than me. Yeah. Like it's like there's, I think about it. Like there's no true, there's no focus of Canadian history outside of the rose colored glasses. Yeah. It's like, it's about the, you the might Avril. learn a little bit about Louis Riel. Yeah. You'll learn about the Avro arrow. You'll learn yep. about Canon Arm. You'll learn about Normandy. You'll learn like you'll learn about all of these things where there is hardship 
but it's like it's it's making the country stronger like it's all part of our evolution yeah. all that sort of stuff you heard jack shit about residential schools or the the way um that the indigenous were treated like it just again it's shameful man yeah it's shameful and it's it's just one of those things where uh the more we can all educate each other on our like on this the more we can all kind of understand what happened um i think that's how the country starts to move forward at that point like it's yeah you've got to make i don't know if it's reparations it's like there's a (laughs) this has been going on for a long 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 time and uh it's indicative of the blockades that you've seen happen it's indicative of protests that you've seen happen this while absolutely heartbreaking especially when it involves children like it's it's just it's disgusting to think that this happened in our country um it's kind of like i don't like saying it like this but it's like is this the spotlight that was needed to finally open up the conversation about what really happened with the residential school system in canada i uh I get the point you're trying to make because it's kind of like, and I hate to make this comparison, but it's kind of like <sighs> Sandy Hook being a catalyst for the conversation for gun gun violence, gun violence in the states, I, right? I it's, was I'm, I was thinking the exact same thing, and it's not about trying to like say one is worse or or anything than the other, but like I. If this isn't enough to start the conversation, and I mean seriously, start yeah, that conversation exactly. and have serious actions brought into place and actually acted on, what is? I don't. It's... Like that's the thing, right? Like they showed. Like I, I was just scrolling through Twitter one day, and someone had a picture of what a, what two hundred and fifteen kids looks like in like one picture. Yeah. And it's just heartbreaking. Like absolutely heartbreaking. One kid is it like they're kids, man. Fucking kids. Like it's just I don't like I don't I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. I but I And like, I'm not I, even I, I commend I'm, you for calling the audible. I think it's a great way for all of us to start to educate ourselves. Um it's what Gord Downey would have wanted if he could have used his influence or celebrity for anything. This is what he wanted was to shine the spotlight on the things that we shouldn't be proud of as Canadians. I mean, and to learn about it. I, I, and I refuse to get into as much as it pisses me off and I want to call these assholes out. I refuse to get into the whole like racist right-wing assholes out there that are already talking about uh, the what ifs and well, how, how about this situation and all that? I'm not going to do it. No, you can look up that those types of conversations online if you want, because I can guarantee you this, they are everywhere and they are plentiful. And if you're the type of person that has that con- like that triggers those conversations, 
don't fucking listen to us. No, I'll just just like, fuck just right off altogether. Just like, please. I know we joke about having a listener. We don't have a substantial listener base, but we have listeners. And I don't think anybody would ever fall into this bracket just based on the interactions that we've had with folks that have listened to us and talked to us. But just fuck those people, man. I just, yeah, I got, I got no time or patience for them. Um, it's, it's one of those things like when we decided even, and I'll use this as an example to take last week off, I think I made the comment to you. I refuse to let this podcast cause me any type of stress. This is just an awesome, fun side project that you and I get to do every week. Yep. And I'm trying to get to the point where I try not to let those types of side conversations in the wake of like some really important news stress me out too. Right. It's like going to YouTube and looking at the comment section. It's one of the worst mistakes you can ever make. You're asking for it. So I'm trying really hard to not do that. It's really hard. Because there are some just pretty much professional shit disturbers out there. And that's all they're trying to do. I just, whew. yeah. I hear you. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard not to get sucked in sometimes. It's true. It's true. So I'll leave it at that for now. So if you do want to listen and take part in Wax and Poetic, the podcast listening club, uh, Feel free, do so. Drop us a line. You can hit us up on social media. We'll tell you all the details on how you can take part in the month end meeting. And yeah, we'll go from there. And like we always awesome. said, listen to one track, listen to all the tracks, listen to no tracks. Come hang out. Like it's a great group of folks. Uh, opportunity to listen to some neat music, have good conversations about music, and just good folks in general. So yeah, exactly. Join us. Join us. Sounded kind of creepy. I know. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> like, come join Mike Sexton. <laughs> now with Puppy Crate. Oh, Jesus. What kind of dead is this? <laughs> it's a Sexton. We just said that. <laughs> with a Puppy Crate? Yeah. Well, hey, have I you ever know. watched Preacher? No. You need to go and watch that, man. Okay. Oh, it's so weird. Oh, it's so weird and disturbing. All right. All right. right. Don't watch it with, like, obviously, like, just you and Kim. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But you need to watch Preacher. Fair enough. Um, We don't have a lot of time left in the show. No, we don't. So I'm going to pose one question to you after I give you some information. Okay. We talked about this a little while back. Okay. About ordering some items from AliExpress. Yes. Shipping them to each other. Yes. And then opening them when we get them on the podcast. Yes. Have you ordered me anything yet? Yes. Okay. Do you know how many items you ordered me for our threshold? And just so everyone knows, Mike and I set a $25 threshold, including shipping, including shipping taxes, like all in 
And if you go 26, 27, who cares? Well, whatever. I yeah. went six cents over. I went yes. 2506. Yes. I know how many items I got you for 2506. Okay. Do you know how many items you got me for the 25-ish dollars? One. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Be prepared. <laughs> I I got you eight. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. There are eight items heading your way. Okay. Okay. For twenty five oh six. Okay. I'm not saying they're good items, but no, they're I, on your I, way. Hey, I'm not saying mine's <laughs> a good item. <laughs> what were our rules again? Um, nothing rude. Nothing rude. Nothing like, and by rude, we mean like, you know, adult time rude. Yeah. Nothing sexual. Uh, no weapons because, no weapons. my God, the weapons that you can buy on AliExpress. I'm not surprised. Although I, I will admit, I think I admitted to you uh, this to you before, but not on air. I almost did buy you a crossbow, but this crossbow only shoots toothpicks. Like the double, like yeah, the pointy-handed ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that would have been funny. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, eight items, and all but one of them have shipped already. That's very surprising. I know. I was really surprised with that too. I'll check the shipping status after we're done here. But now here's what's really disappointing. Might have shipped yet. But here's the thing. Like, okay. This has shipped. If you haven't received it in 75 days. 75 days. I'm like, good God. Or two and a half months. <laughs> this is going to come at Christmas and you're going to be like, what yeah. the frig is this? Huh? We'll have our, we'll, we will have our grand reveal on some future episode for sure. I will tell you, there's one thing that I had to put back because I was over budget. Okay. And I can tell you what I put back. Okay. It was a hot dog spiralizer. Honestly, that could have been useful because <laughs> my daughter loves spiraled hot dogs. Yeah. Like, I thought it was pretty awesome. And we just use a knife right now to like kind of like cut and split them and stuff like that this would have been hilarious this is just like a ring with the spiral thing on one end and you just like you know i love it yeah i love it and they had it on for like i think it was like less than a buck and it was sitting in my cart for the longest time and then i went back to buy it and all of a sudden it went up to four bucks i'm like what the hell and i couldn't find another one for less than a buck it's kind of like getting it on the meme stocks right which i i was meaning to ask you have you got it in on anything i i haven't i i would have thought that you would have because i think that's right up your alley i created a template for that one that i sent you uh about with that blue superhero yes Okay, and there's a, a subreddit where you can invest in memes. Yeah, meme, meme economy. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody tagged that meme that I posted in there with that template I created saying I should post it in meme economy. And? 
I haven't yet. Oh. So I think I'm going to. But you, ha- but you haven't jumped into like GameStop. No, nothing like that. So I, I'm in on BlackBerry right now. But the, the funny thing is I was in on BlackBerry before they, they, they were even a meme stock. So it was just like, it was so cheap. And so like, I'm not talking like hundreds of thousands of dollars or even thousands of dollars. It's just like a couple hundred dollars. I was going to say, I'm very tempted to get a hundred bucks and just get ready yeah. for it. Yeah. But I don't even know what app to use. Like, which one do you use? Well, well simple. Okay. Super, like literally, like you don't have to know anything. Other you, than, you just transfer it like PayPal or what? Yeah, there's a, like you just do it within the app. So you hook up your bank account within the app, you verify it. And if it's under $250, it's available instantly. Or you can pay, I think it's $3 a month and you get up to $10,000 instantly. Okay. So it's uh, like, I'm not, this is not financial advice. I know. No, no, no. Not anything like that. Um, But it's been wild. Like I literally watch the BlackBerry stock ticker all day now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, listen, if I get signed up with this, because I don't really keep track of which ones are, you know, get in on BlackBerry right now, because there are big, big predictions for BlackBerry. If I'm, if I follow Reddit correctly, BlackBerry is going to be the next GameStop. Okay. So if you get in now, it could be big. That's what she said. That's what she said. Welcome to Mike Sexton and financial advice. There you go. <laughs> Now with Puppy Crate and and donuts and coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, You know what? We should probably wrap up the episode. Yeah, that was a fun one, man. It was good to catch up. It was a good one. And honestly, we talked about this pre-recording. I can't wait to hear next week to see what the pup thinks about antlers. Uh, Yes. Yeah, so the pup is still past that, it might be. Um, there are antlers on the way. There, we have an antler in the house. No, oh, okay, good. So it's already here. So now it's just a matter of like, we're trying not to overwhelm the pup with like everything. So work on your one or two bones that you already have out. And then we'll like, we got the antler like midweek. Um, so the antler will be coming out very short, very shortly. Nice. Yes. We're going to talk about Mike's bone. Next week. Welcome to Mike's Sex Club, where we talk (laughs) about Mike's phone (laughs) and how it's going to get chewed. Yeah. Mike's (laughs) phone. Make sure you (laughs) make sure you check us out on social media. Uh, Just look at podcast, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Uh, Make sure that you listen to our playlist that's available on our website, podcast.com. Mike has spent a shit ton of his personal time putting that together. So make sure you go pay it a visit. Uh, Yeah, you have. Don't don't listen to him. So make sure that you go check out uh, the album. Secret Path, Gore Downey, if you want to take part in our listening club for this month. And uh, drop us a line if you want to take part in the end of the month uh, meeting of the listening club. That would be awesome. And that's it for episode 32. Any parting words there, Mike? Oh, good to be back, man. Good little, like, I think, nice little break. Uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder. So it was really, I was excited for today, man. So good to catch up. I was not expecting you to say anything. So. Thank you.
You're welcome, pal. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Until next week, folks, stay safe, take care, and look out for everyone. Like, really, don't hit that person over there. Later, boss.